Well, hello there, and welcome back to another episode of our podcast, New Steeple. Same people. We hope that you are enjoying uh, getting a little glimpse behind the curtain of what we do here at Johnson Street and why we do it. Uh, today, we have another special guest with us, and uh, we're excited to have a conversation with Brian Elliott. Thank welcome. you. Welcome. Thanks. Now, Brian, uh, I know you're new to the whole church world um, and everything. Actually, Brian was on staff here for how long? 25 years. 25 years, and uh, probably working here for 30 years, or probably. Over, right? Yeah, over 30. Yeah, but he's been on staff for quite a while, and you just recently retired. I'm sorry, air quotes, <laughs> air retired. Quotes retired, right? yes, yes. And so you just can't, you couldn't stay away, could they you? Pulled no, they pulled me back in. They back in. I love that. <laughs> Every time I try to leave, they pull me back in. <laughs> Oh, that's great! So you have a you are in, involved in a brand new ministry here, and yes. uh, and and we're going to find out what this is in just a moment. But for those people, for those few people in our church family, but for the wider audience, tell us a little bit about who you are. Kind of just introduce yourself for just a moment, if you don't mind. Okay, uh, Brian Elliott. I'm uh, sixty two years old. <laughs> we don't have to go that deep. Oh, we don't have to go that deep. <laughs> um, Lived in San Angelo for most of my life. I claim it as home. Uh, yeah, like you said, I was on staff here at the church for 25 years and um, stepped away from that. Tried to do something a little different, and it didn't work out, and then I got pulled back into uh, ministry, but a different kind of ministry, which, but something that I enjoyed doing. Uh, married to Larissa, uh, be 35 years next year, Wow! and uh, I've got three kids uh, three grandkids, uh, one on the way, so uh, four pretty soon. Um, yeah, you you probably could give most of us a master class on ministry in general because you kind of fit almost every role that a church ministry has to offer. Am I right? Except, I guess you've you've also done preacher. I've done well. I've you, done preaching. preaching. I, don't, I don't know that I've ever done. Actually, well, there was this one little church that I was at before I went to uh, Central America, and um, I was the preacher, the Bible teacher, the song leader. Typically, led one prayer, helped with communion. Yeah. So, and one other guy and me and a couple of uh, about four or five little old ladies. Well, you've done that for our church, I think, on a couple of Sundays. <laughs> yes, know? I have. Because you were in Uruguay for uh, how long? Uh, in Uruguay for three years. Three years. Mm -hmm. So and so you were there, and then you came back, and mm -hmm. you you actually helped start Rust Street. Yes, I did. It was uh, started out in 1996 as the Christian uh, Christian Service Center, right? And um, then it was renamed a few years after that to Rust Street Ministries, and we just celebrated the 25th year anniversary. Man, uh, this past year seems like everything you touch just. Blooms and flowers. Uh, I just got that started. It, other people made it bloom. <laughs> well, the thing I love about Brian is that when he was here, he he was the guy who knew you were kind of the walking encyclopedia of Johnson Street. You mm -hmm. knew everybody. You, if we needed something done, you knew who to contact and and who to talk to. Um, you know, there's such a high level of respect for Brian Elliott at this church. Um, specifically by little old ladies. They, I don't know what it is, but they absolutely love you. Well, I, 
<laughs> oh, he's humble. Uh, but, make him but so, so, so today, what what we really want to do is is kind of talk a little bit about this new venture that you guys are getting into, and uh, our next question really is is what do you do? So, tell us a little bit more about what it is you're starting up. Okay, in um, so back in the seventies, early seventies, the eldership at the time kind of took a survey of the church. And one of the things that uh, kind of come that came out of that was there was a need for housing for the yeah. older people, yeah. um, and so they started a foundation, which is called the West Texas Christian Foundation. And in 1981, they opened Christian Village, which is a um, kind of an apartment style kind of complex. Uh, independent living with 150 units. What, I mean, what what a huge vision! That oh was. yeah, yeah, and um, and then that evolved. But what, what, after they got that uh, finished, they uh, proceeded with phase two, which was Village East, which is uh, uh, I think there's 160 houses. No, no, I'm sorry, 100, 102, I believe. 102 houses. Uh, they're kind of like patio homes. And um, it's uh, for senior living, maintenance free, and um, but they've always that the when the foundation was uh, uh, created, the 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 vision, the goal was always to help elderly people in some way yes. to try to take care of the senior saints within, especially especially within the congregation, certainly above and beyond. Um, but I know that uh, Christian Village was because they made it HUD, uh, and so they could allow you know a lot of people, more people to um, uh, to live there. Uh, they had to continually be updating things. They were always the government was always you know you got to do this, you got to do that. Well, they they borrowed four million dollars to um, build that thing, and after. Thirty some no forty years they still owed four million dollars wow. because uh, they just kept having to refinance the loan and add to it because they had to keep doing all these updates, uh, bring things up to code and whatnot. Well, in 2016, uh, after several years of conversation and um, someone they they found some what well, they didn't go looking they were investors that were looking at Christian Village wanting to buy it and. Um, but so they had a lot of conversations that someone finally kind of came around that had sort of the same vision that they did, and they felt like they would uh, carry on yeah. the original uh, dream, if you will, or the original purpose, original intent. And so they went ahead and sold it, and they sold it for six million, and they took that two million and put it back in the fund, and that was when they started redreaming again. The um, the board, if you will, of, of the West Texas Christian Foundation, and thinking, okay, now what can we do? Now what can, especially for our seniors, what can we do? And um, they also changed the name from foundation to uh, ministries, West Texas Christian Ministries, because the foundation was set up specifically to deal with housing. Mm -hmm. And they actually wanted out of the housing business. They wanted to be able to do... Uh, some other things, 
and uh, it kind of broadened what the the um, the. I'm still going to refer to it as a foundation, but kind of broaden what what it could do. And so they changed the name from foundation to ministries. And uh, about a let's see, this was in 2016 that they made the sale. Um, and so they started talking again. And about a year ago, they finally put a little committee together and said, "Okay, we need to figure out what can we do." And so they started thinking about this idea of again ministering to seniors. And um, they actually asked me back in August of last year, July or August, um, if I might be willing or interested in sort of uh, coming on board and helping them out. And I was like, mm, I don't think so. <laughs> so you were done I, at that point. I was done at that point. <laughs> um, anyway, I, like I said, I tried something different, and that kind of didn't just didn't work out. So in February, I was approached once again by Ed Houston, and um, this time I sat down and we had some conversations, and I said yes, and so uh, they had already come up with a lot of ideas. They had a lot of stuff on paper, but they just couldn't figure out how to put it together, so they said, okay, we want you to put this thing together and you know, make it come, come to life. So we had, um, over the course of roughly three months, uh, February... March, April, yeah, roughly three months, uh, we came up with a name, which is Senior Life Ministries, came up with a uh, the, the basic idea, the basic gist of what we wanted it to do, and um, got a website set up, got a little uh, building over there at Rush Street where we're going to kind of use as a sort of a headquarters. Um, so now it just kind of, we, we officially unveiled if you will, uh, the ministry on the first Sunday of May. And now we're just doing what we can to promote it, to get the word out that this is, this is what we're here to do. This is what we want to do. We want to, we want to help people, specifically uh, seniors, uh, but not necessarily limited to them. So, so Senior Life Ministries... Um, you know, I was there that Sunday when it was kind of unveiled. Um, but if somebody wasn't, what what is kind of the the gist or the the purpose of Senior Life Ministries? Okay, um, I guess in in kind of to really sum it up, it's to try to help uh, these senior saints stay in their home and live uh, independently as long as they can. Um, a lot of them are on uh, fixed incomes, mm-hmm. so they don't have a lot of money to. Uh, maybe take care of uh, some things that need taken care of. Um, and so what we want to do is be able to um, help them with some of those little things that um, might otherwise cost them money that they don't have simply because, you know, if you have a plumber to come out to change um, the ball valve in your toilet, well, they're going to charge you a service call, which is going to be about 80 bucks. And then um, it, if the person can't afford the part, you know, we can buy the part and we can go in, we can put it in for them, and they're not out anything. Um, unless they want to make a little donation to the cause. <laughs> <laughs> or if they can afford it, they can buy the part. But it's little things such as, you know, minor, minor household maintenance, uh, maybe some repairs, um, depending on what those are and how big they are and, you know, what we can um, 
kind of what we're willing to, to get into. Um, technology, you know, a lot of our older uh, seniors struggle with uh, all this new technology that's out. Um, they're, what do we call them, technology immigrants? Yeah, that's the truth. <laughs> so, so, you know, little things with, uh, like, you know, if they're having issues with their computer. Um, I know I was at uh, uh, someone's house, and this was even before this all started, but um, she was having trouble. She had just installed a new printer, but she couldn't get it to print. And she had already called her computer guy, who I know personally, and I'm pretty sure would have charged her $75 to come out and figure out what the problem was. And what the problem was, I was just kind of messing with it. She still had the uh, printer set, the default set on the old printer. And so when we changed it to the new printer, then it started printing all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, someone, was, someone would have charged her $75. Yeah, someone would have probably charged her $75 to figure that out. So, you know, if there's little things that we can do to try to help people and, and save them money, because we've got a lot of people with a lot of skills, and they want to share those skills. And, um, you know, one of the very first things we did right after we kind of unveiled the thing was go over to someone's new apartment and change out a couple of shower heads and uh, hang a curtain rod. So, there's, you know, some simple little things. Um, there's also uh, transportation uh, kind of things. Maybe somebody needs a ride to a doctor's appointment, or maybe they're having car trouble and it's something minor like a battery, um, you know, where you can't really don't need to take it to a mechanic. Uh, but little things like that, maybe they have a flat tire that they can't change can go take care of that. Um, there, we'll do some financial. That this is one I have trouble trying to explain. Some f- legal and financial advising, <laughs> nothing serious. Although we do have some attorneys that we can call on, and some certified uh, financial planners who we can call on for some of the bigger stuff. But the things I'm that we're kind of thinking of is a lot of older folks um, are prone to scams. Oh man! And so this would maybe just be helping them read through some kind of a contract, uh, read through some kind of um, you know some of the fine print, so that they're not getting taken advantage of. Um, and then another one is um, on the social side of things. Uh, a lot of seniors struggle with loneliness. Yeah, they don't have a lot of family maybe that's uh, left or. Um, or maybe they do, but they're just, they're busy. They can't. So one of the things was to maybe just, you know, you go pay a visit to someone, go play a game of cards, uh, uh, call them up, um, just talk to them, whatever it may be. Um, I think somebody, uh, and, and I've had other people that have come to me and said, well, what about this? Uh, there's a lady in our church. She said, I really like to cook. I said, could I cook somebody a meal sometime? I said, I bet we can figure out a way to use that. Mm-hmm. So um, it's really very, um, I mean, we don't even know the extent to what we might be able to do some things. Right. So it kind of depends on what the need is that arises uh, but it may also be that somebody comes forward and says, hey, I'm really gifted at this, or I would really like to assist with this, and um, maybe we can figure out a way to use that. Yeah. Um, anybody is, it is, uh, right now, I'm the only quote-unquote paid employee. <laughs> this will all be uh, volunteer base. Um, volunteers of any age, you know, if you have any kind of skill. Um, 
somebody asked me last week or week before last, said, are you going to have anything that maybe uh, young people can do? And I said, well, I would, I would like to think that at some point, you know, we're going to get some calls for people who just maybe they need their yard cleaned up, you know, and whether it's, um, I guess if it's in the summer, we could do it just about any time of the week. Uh, but maybe we, you know, have some kind of a workday periodically yeah. and, and invite our teens or, you know, just anybody that wants to come out that has a, a rake or, you know. This is so important. You know, I think we, we, we talked about this on our campus, our Christian Campus Center podcast, but there are two demographics that are really growing here in San Angelo. And one is going to be this younger, urban, kind of young professional group, you know, college, a little bit older than that. Um, but the other one is our seniors. I mean, this population is about to mm-hmm. really swell here. And and I've noticed firsthand, you know, our my uh, in-laws are, are here. They're actually at Village East. And, and just those daily issues are so prevalent, especially whenever I get a phone call and he says, Hey, uh, I just got a call and it says I needed some software for my computer. And my first question is, you didn't give them any money, did you? Right. <laughs> but this is just one story. Right. And imagine how right. many people are, are being taken advantage of. And, and so that's why I think that the vision of Johnson Street has always been, um, it's since for the, the longest time has been, you know, in favor of its seniors wanting to make sure that that people who have, you know, been here and been rooted in this church are are not just left to be on their own when they get older. Mm-hmm. And so I, I really appreciate all this because it's real. You know, the loneliness, the the uh, the confusion. Is, I mean, even with us, imagine how quickly technology has changed. I, it's hard for me to keep up. Oh. So imagine Me if, too. <laughs> you know, you're 80 or 85, and I mean, it's just, it's crazy, right? Mm-hmm. So, so going, you know, as far as that goes, you're talking about volunteers, and and I know we have people that are listening and watching that that may feel a tug that they want to do some things. Um, you know, what what are some of those things that you really do need as far as people go? Uh, any age, any age, any um, anybody that has um, uh, or feels like or believes that they're gifted in in a particular area, and would just be willing to share that gift. And um, we we do have a website. It is uh, seniorlifeministries.org, www.seniorlifeministries.org. And there is, a, it's just a, a very static page, but uh, it just kind of tells a little bit about what we do. But there is a contact button on there, and you can email um, email us, and you can either email us and ask us to help you with something, or you can email us and tell us, hey, I would like to volunteer, and this is the areas that I would like to volunteer in. Um, I've got, um, I, think, I think I have 20... 22, 23 volunteers that have already kind of signed up and indicated this is what I'd like to or am willing to help with. Um, I haven't had a formal request on it yet, but someone talked to me about a couple of little things they need done around their house. And one of those is uh, help uh, putting a little brick wall back up that uh, got knocked over by 
the husband backed into it or something like that. Anyway, <laughs> I don't have a mason. Yeah, Jeff, you've you know done masonry in the past, haven't you? <laughs> and in Nicaragua, I, I built some bricks, made some bricks. Um, I mean, I've yeah, I've gone to Mexico several times and, and uh, laid a lot of uh, cinder block. You know, so. Right. Um, but I, I just, I was kind of looking through and I realized I don't, all these people that, you know, they can do, and some of them may, you know, that did, didn't specifically say masonry, um, but, um, but we'll, you know, we'll find somebody, but it's just, you know, there, a lot of people have talents that, um, uh, that people may not realize, you know, and, and those talents can be used and we can, um, we can work around your schedule you know you don't have to be retired in order to participate um we are um uh, we are practicing the go out in twos if you will good so we want people to as a matter of fact um one of the persons who is technically one of the I don't know. It's not a challenge. I guess it's a good thing. But a lot of the people that are signing up as volunteers are people that would actually qualify for the ministry because they're over 65. <laughs> but, but, you know, you, you wouldn't um, – they don't think of themselves as old. They don't think of themselves as necessarily being in need and, and they take care of a lot of Man, things. That is themselves. so funny. My grandparents died at 97 and 102, mm-hmm. and their oldest daughter um, – when she was, I think, 80, still taking care of her 97-year-old mother, mm-hmm. and still 80, you know, 83, 84, taking care of her dad. <laughs> it's crazy, but, you know. No, I know. There's just, loyalty there. Right. And, and, and a, lot of, a lot of people at this church are so giving, and they just want to do, and some of them don't, don't realize that they qualify. Yeah, yeah. And, um, but one of them was saying, well, I never thought of that, I guess, if we have to go in pairs, well, I could go with somebody, and while they're doing the little work over there, I can just sit and visit with the person, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there's, there's um, again, in, in some ways, the sky's the limit because we don't really know exactly what. I mean, we have a good idea of the things that people are going to need, and so we're we're trying to build a, a, a not a support system. What's the word I'm looking network. for? A network. Uh, to take care of those things, but there may be some things above and beyond, uh, or that we didn't think about. Yeah. You know that somebody may be gifted at or talented at, and may be able to do. If if we do come up on a situation, I, I, I try to tell people, you know, don't give us a shot, if you will. At least call us and let us come and look at it. Yeah. Because if we can't do it, we might. Well, we might be able to. I'm pretty sure we can. We can probably find someone that can help you with it, and and, and maybe with a, you know a good deal. I know uh, one of the guys on our committee has already talked to a couple of plumbers, and one of them said, "Yeah, call me anytime. I'll if I can do it pro bono, I'll do it pro bono. That's if great. I can do it at cost, I'll do it at cost." Yeah. Uh, I've got an electrician that's the same way. So we 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 have connections uh, in town with people. Um, where we can get things done for somebody, maybe at a reduced cost, maybe at no cost, um, espe- especially for the ones that are, really have a hard time affording it. Yeah. And I, I want to, I guess, kind of impress upon that, even though um, you could afford it, you know, maybe you want to 
let somebody you trust and who you know come in your house and do something for you as opposed to just some stranger. I mean, you're a friend to so many people here at this church, and my motto has been, if, if you can't use your friends, who can't oh, yeah. use? True. Right. Right. right? Mm-hmm. So, so you're, you're here to be used. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and I, one of the things that I, I see a potential of this, too, that is just help, helping to bridge that age gap. You know, you, you're talking about how, you know, a lot of the seniors are the ones helping other seniors. Yeah. But if we can get some of the, the younger ones involved to uh, to really, you know, use their gifts and their skills to help our senior saints, I just see, you know, great relationships, you know, forming and being built. And uh, that's just going to be a, a blessing for, for everyone. So I, I just, I love that potential that's mm-hmm. there. Because a lot of people tend to think that, that, you know, ministry just kind of happens and things just get done in churches, whether it's by the church gnomes, or <laughs> little elves that come in the middle of the night. But it's not, right? No, Nothing no, gets done uh-uh. here without people. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and especially when we have really our churches here in a large part because of the faith of those who have gone before us. And now a lot of these people would, who would love to be able to self-sustain and be here, and they, it's time that we step up and kind of fill their shoes mm-hmm. because that's what they did with their parents. And I'm sure their parents did it for their parents. Mm-hmm. And since this church is almost 130 years old, I think it's time you know, we continue that tradition. Yep. So that's exciting. I'm very excited about that. Uh, anything else that you want to point people to or, or just kind of inspire? Because there's, there's going to be people watching and listening who, who may not have known anything about this or people who may just now be thinking, oh, I've got aging parents. I would love to use this ministry. The first thing they do is go to the website, right? They can go to the website. Uh, we do have a Facebook page, so you can look us up on Senior Facebook, Life, Senior Life Ministries. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we have a phone number which is 325-301-9257. And uh, you can call or that's a cell phone, so you can call or text. Um, um, yeah, those are about the three. Uh, well, the website and the Facebook page are probably the, yeah. the two easiest yeah. uh, accessible. And even if you know somebody who's older, maybe it's an extra neighbor, yeah. maybe it's somebody around who, who you think may help, this will be a good opportunity for you to kind of start a relationship with them, kind of make it into more of a fact-finding relationship to see what can I do for you. Mm-hmm. And now you've got a big support, a network behind you that now you can actually help your neighbor, which is, which is huge. So I'm very excited about this. And, uh, yeah, me too. I'm glad that you, you said yes to get another <laughs> ministry position. Yeah. All right. Well, we'd like to say, again, if you have any questions, uh, maybe something you'd like to know more about, kind of why we do some of the things we do, what happens behind the scenes, let us know. Email me at scott at jscc.org or jeff at jscc.org, and we will get back with you. And maybe you'll find uh, a whole other podcast of to that question. Yep. So, very exciting. All right. Well, I guess that's it. Thank you, Brian. Hey, no, Thanks, thank Brian. y'all. Appreciate you having me. Yeah, and uh, come back anytime. Okay. All right. Well, for now, this is uh, uh, the new Steeple. Same people. Podcast. We'll see you next time. God bless. God bless.